0: Welcome to the Wolf of Queen Street podcast with Lawrence Lots. Join Lawrence as he gets together with his friends from all over the world to discuss the latest trends, give some business insights, and add a little South African chaos into your lives. Don't forget to subscribe on Instagram at the Wolf of Queen Street and find us on all of your listening platforms including iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and much more. Hope you enjoy the show
1: welcome back welcome to the wolf of queen street um today i'm joined by uh, a long lost uh, sort of friend and um, colleague that i've known from a good few years now ago named um, asher derbyshire asher pretty much when i tried to be crazy once in my life and take up some boxing he was one of the head coaches at boxing central gym where i trained at coached me showed me the way but also he showed me what it was like to be a real boxer not from myself personally but himself showing what it took to uh, be uh, a champion at the top level, be a champion in New Zealand, and just showed everything about a great sportsman um, and to perform at the highest level, training in the mornings, training in the evenings. I thought I could keep up, but this boy put me to shame. Um, Thanks for joining, (laughs) Asher.
0: No worries. It's a real privilege to be on here. Thanks for having me.
1: Oh, it's great, man. So I met you at, uh, as I said, at Boxing Central. You were a coach at that time, taking classes, everything else. You were also keeping yourself fit because you were still fighting um, at that stage professionally, uh, fight to fight. uh, And at one stage, I'm sure you were either challenged or you held uh, one of New Zealand's cruiserweight titles. Was that correct?
0: Yes. uh, Back then, I was sort of making my way up uh, the ranks. I actually moved up to Auckland to... uh, be trained under Henry, uh, Henry Schuster. So uh, I came up there for about a year and uh, got a couple of fights under my belt. And then when I moved back down to Wellington, we uh, were able to get a title fight for the NZ PBA, um, which was an awesome experience.
1: You know, I always had yeah. a bit of coaching then, with them. Um, um, sorry. Could I was you?
0: lucky enough to, to win that, I suppose. Yeah, I was, I was lucky enough to win that. And um, it's uh, that was probably
1: one of the highlights of of my boxing. Yeah, I wouldn't say to say you're lucky enough to win it. You you put in the hard work, you put in the training. I remember seeing you on your social medias, you're doing crazy stairs and sprints and runs and sessions and um, all your sparring sessions, you know. You definitely did the hard work to be able to step up and take on that title. So I'd never call yourself lucky in that sense. You (laughs) you 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 had the full package to be a boxer. I always remember with the guys joke in the gym when we were training up to our first fight and we would do a little bit of light sparring. Always, I always used to say that you've got what I call a handbag in your left hand because your hand would always <laughs> be hanging, your left hand would always be hanging low into a way. And as you approach, you would just swing that thing like a handbag and uh, knock guys out. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, it's definitely one of those sports where you have to put in the time and, and the training and that. And like, um, one of the things that Henry always said is that the ring doesn't lie. So, um, if you mm-hmm. don't do that or all, all that sort of stuff it's definitely going to tell the truth to come fight night so uh you've always got to try to be be ready and and well prepared i suppose
1: yeah totally i mean henry um schuster was uh one of new zealand's uh, best coaches or greatest coaches been around for ages if anyone is in new zealand or australia or anywhere in the world that's watching local televised boxing it's guaranteed that one of the fights henry schuster will be in the corner. He trains up-and-coming, local, and he has so much skill. Mm. And I can always remember from the guys telling me when we were boxing and, and he was training with us that you there's no slippage with him. He doesn't give in. And I remember it in the sense of, like, you stand standing there and he, he asked you to do a jab. And he do you didn't do the jab the right way. So he made you stand there for five minutes trying to do one jab the right way. And after five minutes of doing it, he says, okay, now we're going to do a second jab. Yeah. And about 20 minutes later, you have done three correct jabs to his standards but he's thrown about a thousand punches and it was just you know it was crazy the way he he taught and he showed you the skill and I can imagine what he offered yourself you yourself in your, bo- in your boxing career.
0: Oh yeah's he's, he's been a, um, he's been a massive part of why I've, I've uh, achieved what I what I could achieve in boxing I wouldn't say I'm a world title status but you know for what I've done I wouldn't have been able to do it without him. He's just such a knowledgeable guy, especially in boxing, and he just he took me to a to the next level that I needed to be. So I was really stoked to be under him and to really learn from him.
1: No, that's awesome. Obviously, when I met you, you were in boxing. Take me back in, in the beginning of where it started. At, you know, at what age? What got you originally yeah. into boxing?
0: It was basically I played a lot of rugby when I was younger, and. um to be honest, I wasn't shy of, of the, the rough and tumble sort of stuff. So um, one day I thought, oh, man, I, I, let's just give this a go and, and jump into a boxing club and see how, how, where it takes me. If it doesn't take me to get a fight or anything, at least I'm going to improve yep. my fitness and all that sort of stuff for rugby. So um, I joined up to our local, gi- our local gym, uh, boxing gym in Wellington when I was about um, 16 uh stayed there for a couple of years without fighting because I was playing so much rugby I just didn't have enough time to to uh jump it well fully prepare for the ring stayed in there for a couple of years was off and on and then um i got a i got a new job who, with a guy who was actually a boxing coach. We took it a little bit more seriously and I ended up jumping in the ring for him um after a month's training actually. That's where it all began, and I was I was um well I suppose I I was I was able to win that first fight, and then it's just that that bug caught me, and I've just carried on from there. And in that process, I always knew that my old man had done a bit of boxing back in the day. But apparently, everyone's old man had done a bit of boxing back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> and um and I actually found a, a scrapbook. It just had a bit on on him and what he had achieved, and he was actually quite a quite a uh, well-rounded boxer he'd, he'd fought um, some very tough guys and fought on the undercut of Muhammad, Muhammad Ali and the British boxer oh his name's H Henry Cooper mm-hmm. um, I think it is and he, he fought on this and so he, he, achieved a, he had achieved a bit of stuff, so I thought, oh man let's just, let's just give this a crack and see see what happens.
1: And it seems like it's quite a common theme these days of guys taking on boxing. You know, 20, 30 years ago, guys got into boxing because they had too much aggro and they wanted to fight and everything else. But it seems these days, everyone's taking on boxing because they want to add a bit of fitness to the existing sport they're doing. Rugby league, rugby union, whatever any one of those sports are. And then the 1% or the 5% go, hold on. I've actually got a little bit of skill here. Why don't I take yes. on one or two fights and then see what happens?
0: Yeah, it's a lot like that now. Uh, yeah, in, in our gym, it's it's uh, uh it's basically fitness. Like a lot of people in our gym, uh, because of fitness, and um, a lot of people, like you say, they they accidentally stumble into wanting to fight because they just enjoy it so much. They want to take it to the next level.
1: Yeah, it's cool. Uh, And also to our listeners at the moment, um, you would have at the end of your boxing, sort of in Auckland, you moved down to Wellington, and you launched, um, as you said, your gym. You launched a boxing gym down there. Um, Tell us the story, the struggles or the successes in opening up your own gym.
0: Yeah, well, um, it was to be honest, there there wasn't too many too many struggles. I found that because I was so passionate about the whole thing, it it was all Mm -hmm. it all sort of just you know fell into place. I moved back down to Wellington. Uh, I can't remember what year it was, but um, I came back to Wellington with the goal. One was to become the, well, to fight for the New Zealand title, and the second was to open up a gym. And those two were obviously going to work well together, because it will just give the gym a little bit more status. And um, I was lucky enough to win that. And then a couple of months later, we opened up a a little gym in Kilburnie down here in Wellington called Wellington Boxing Gym. I think we got about a $12,000 loan and then um, off a friend. And then we just went all in. It's not big money, but it was big money for me back then. Uh, I wasn't earning too much money at the time. So it was it was really scary because I, I always thought it would work. And I was very confident that it would work. But again, you just never know. So um, yeah. We we just we we hired a space we got we got a space um, for two years we put basically all we started with was about eighteen bags the floor was concrete pretty low key gym uh, we had a desk and um, it just went from there but the, the I suppose the good thing was we, I never had to put any of my own money into it at all at all. Mates, well, basically started making money to pay for everything um, straight off the bat, which was really nice. I think with with the gym, that one of the things that really set us apart from from others other boxing gyms, I guess, is just there's no ego. Um, mm-hmm. It's a really friendly and like a family culture in there. I know there's a lot of people there that come in just to have a chat, and then you know they just catch up with with people in the gym and, and have a decent sweat out. So I think we've really created a, a good culture for us down here. And um, it's it, that's what's um, made our gym sort of, I suppose, made me not have to pay for anything.
1: <laughs> no, that's awesome. Um, did you Are you still an existing in the same location? No, I thought I saw at some stage you guys had moved or had yeah. grown already.
0: Yeah, well... It, that 18 bags oh we we started off with less but i think we started off with 12 bags and then it started getting bigger we went to 18 bags in a ring and then we managed to put some mats down some flooring and then um eventually we literally got up to about 40 people 40 people in in the classes and it was just this was 100 square meters with 40 people just banging the bags and no air cons, the windows hardly opened up, and uh, it was just an absolute, like, it was chaos, man, and it just came to the time where we needed a space, and it was, we needed a space pretty quickly, because the gym just kept growing and growing, and um, we were lucky enough, we found something literally like 300 meters down the road, Mm -hmm. um, which was twice the size, Um, so we were able to get I think we've got 21 bags now comfortably, and we've got a gym studio within the within the boxing gym as well. So it's an awesome space. We we really enjoy it, and I think it's sort of kicked the gym off to another level as well, which is nice.
1: Oh, that's it's awesome. You know, again, it's it's the growth is great. It's it's it, your business is booming. That it's awesome. Do you still see potential for it to grow more, or are you just going to keep it as it is at the moment? fill up your time slots with however mem- members mm. sign in or do you see a path of you've got this location and then you wanna open up a, a bigger gym and a bigger gym or you're happy we sitting at the moment
0: we're definitely we're, we're probably about 240 members at the moment and i would love to push it to 300 and <laughs> then the goal is always to open up another gym um, while keeping this one whether we we're, we're discussing whether we open up like a box foot gym in town and then if people want to continue and learn how to fight, we push them out to our other yep. gym in Kilburnie or we just go to another suburb and open up in exactly the same gym. Yeah. So we have them out in suburbs instead of in towns. So um, that's just something that there's definitely other gyms on the horizon. That's That's the goal.
1: The, those opportunities are always there to expand, but I guess one of the biggest risks you do take on when you as a, a small business like yourself, or not not really a small business, but that you grow, that you don't lose that homely feel. Like you said, yes. the gym is a real family feel. Yes. it's really friendly. There's no egos. I mean, in boxing, there sometimes can be a lot of egos. There yeah. can be a lot of aggro. There's you know, there's there's big guys hitting bags, and yeah, that's what they want to show off in the sense of yeah. You know, it could be a challenge of launching a second one and then, and then realizing, mm-hmm. hold on. Yeah, keeping that homey feel, keeping the, the feel that you have in your current gym. Is that something you've thought of already or something yes, trying to, how to come it's, around?
0: It's funny you say that because our first space, even this, it's such a little thing, but um, it, it made me feel like I was losing a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. At our first space, we had like it was just a single door. And you had to walk past the reception to go out. Yeah. And um, so I got to say, I always made sure, or our trainers always made sure that would say bye to everyone, hi to everyone, all that sort of stuff. And yeah. um, when we moved into this new space, we've got a garage door and it's a little bit bigger and you can sort of walk past without get, being noticed. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually found that a little bit strange. It's like I'm, I'm sort of losing a personal touch there. Because yep. I like saying, "Hi" and "Bye," and you know, and people are managing to get out without me or the train the same bye to them, mm-hmm. and uh, that that was something that I I found a little bit strange at the start, but now we just sort of sort of make sure we catch them all before they try to rush off. But I definitely understand what you're saying there, and that's that's going to be a challenge because we want to make sure that everyone knows that we do care. Like we're not yeah, going to totally. be like just a big franchise place, you know, like we just want to make sure because that's again like we said, that's that's the point of our di- point of difference for us
1: yeah i mean a place where someone can go and exercise and they can feel they have the confidence whether they're good bad fit or unfit and they always accept it you know mm. in, in that environment yeah. I, I can imagine that's the place that you're running at the moment yeah. is a, yeah. people will just crave it because Anywhere else I go, irrespective of being in boxing gym or normal gym, you lose those appeals because a lot of them are just cookie cutters, master franchised, and it's just just going in there looking to be impressed. But when you get that small shop that makes everyone feel nice and everyone knows everyone and everyone knows everyone's story and path, I, I, I can totally make a boom.
0: Yeah. One thing we actually um, do—I I think a few other gyms probably do this sort of stuff as well—but we've got our own private Facebook page, and and a lot of people share their stories on there. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, there's 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 some big stuff, like uh, a guy in our gym. I'm pretty sure he won't mind me mentioning this. He he um he joined up. He was actually a friend of mine um, back at college, and I hadn't seen him for years and i just randomly punched uh, uh randomly met up uh, seen him in, in uh outside the gym and he asked what i was up to and so sort of that sort of stuff and i told him about the gym and um he was uh, he was overweight i think it was like 130 kgs mm-hmm. and um he he actually was in the gangs and um yeah. he was just going down the wrong path and um he just needed a change so i told him to come up um purely just to try you know get him in and and uh help him help him lose some weight because that that's what he said he really wanted to try to do. He's been with us now for about 2 years. He's yeah. lost he's down to 60 oh, 96 kgs. Oh, it's um, awesome, man. Yeah, 96 kgs. He's out of the gang. He he dealt with depression really really badly at that time and he's um he's just absolutely smashing life. I've actually got him into uh NZIS. Um, mm-hmm. So he's studying to be a personal trainer and um, it's just absolutely um, turned, his, turned his life around. And I, I wouldn't say it was me. I would definitely say it was the gym, the training and probably the people in the gym. Um, he's just around good people and, and, and he can see that. And I think he just really wanted to, to just be around good people and, and, and try to change his life and, to, and mold, mold himself around the people in the gym. Which I thought was really cool, and there's a couple of stories like that in and around the gym, so that stuff there man it's it's like way more way more fulfilling than anything for those sort of stories. I love those sort of stories, and it's awesome that we can be a part of it.
1: That's such a great story um asha, and uh, it's great to for you to be able to or the gym and the members to be able to motivate other people through obviously their depression, their life struggles. Mm. The weight to you know, and we struggle with that. My my previous podcast I actually had we spoke a lot about mental health within New Zealand and especially in the in, in the island cultures or the Maori cultures where mm. it's quite big and yeah the 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 big the big boys don't understand how to speak about it or they don't yeah. they don't feel free to speak about it because in New Zealand a man's supposed to be a man yeah and you're not supposed yeah. to show your emotions so be able to bring someone like that into Which your gym and within the community and help him through that is just amazing.
0: Yeah. And to now see him talk about it mm-hmm. is, um, it really cool. Like, you know, it's breaking that stigma. Like you just said, um, being that manly man, he actually posted up on that members page that I was talking about on his journey. So it was, it was really cool. And as I think we need to get people out there talking, definitely talking about it more because, it's it's um it's it's out there it's definitely out there and i've only noticed like um it's funny being a boxing coach is uh is definitely a lot more than being a boxing coach um you've well, I only just sort of figured this out over the last couple of years but you can get into some very deep conversations and it's uh at, at the same time it's really w- rewarding now, but it can be uh challenging as well for myself i suppose i just you become a um someone to to talk to and just you know, a mentor pretty much yeah basically basically and at the start that wasn't something that I I sort of was was ready for but um I, I suppose that just listening to these to these guys and girls uh, um goes a long way I think
1: yeah any uh, any day for someone that is struggling or fighting something a guy or girl any situation and someone's not necessarily talking back to them but just listening you know yeah. can assist and i can imagine in the in the boxing circuit and and in the gym i can remember my stories of getting there when you when you're so tired and you're pushing the limits and you know you're trying mm-hmm. to fight through what you're struggling in yeah you know, and if you've got something that's internally fighting back at you when you're hitting that bag it's you're either letting that take control of you so you can't yeah. hit the bag or yeah. you letting it all out in the bag so it, yeah. it sometimes does get so emotional it or so aggro uh, from the stuff that's yeah. hiding hiding behind there especially when 50 minutes into a 60 minute session and it's been yeah. heavy bag work the whole way so for someone like yourself that's just going to listen to someone talk about it, it will totally help them
0: yeah and and to be honest the session does as well like you always, at the time, you're, you're, struck, you're in struggle street. You, you're definitely thinking, why am I doing this? But once you're all finished and, and um, it's all done, it, it feels so much better just sitting down and knowing what you've done. I think a lot of people learn about themselves throughout the session as well um, on how far they can actually push themselves. And I think yep. a lot of people are surprised. They get surprised on, on how much that they can uh, work through.
1: Yep. Uh, talking about pushing yourself, uh, you thinking of getting back in the in the ring anytime soon?
0: I'm um, I'm I've just come off. Well, it's about six months now out of six or eight months out of surgery, and um, I'm I'm back fully punching, but catching punches or getting hits on my wrist is a little bit. It's it's still not there. But um, to be honest, I'm not in a rush. If I get back in, I get back in. If I don't, I don't you know it's just one of those things i'm just going to take as it comes i'm definitely back into training now i put on a few kgs while i while i was in recovery so back into training trying to lose some weight (laughs) gotta
1: gotta get rid of the gut you know yeah exactly exactly (laughs) you can't can't be a boxing coach and be overweight for your your, yeah i know i know i know you
0: gotta you gotta practice what you preach i suppose
1: yeah, very similar. Yeah, totally. I mean, because the people keep looking up to you so you can imagine. It. I, yeah. I remember as I remember as a teenager, I used to make me laugh at some stage. I used to go down to the gyms and you'd see uh, back in South Africa and you'd see guys that were personal trainers and they were trying to offer you their help, but they weren't in the fitter shape at all or healthy. You know, not saying they were ripped or anything, but quite large overweight um, gentlemen and then they say oh no I'm the person trying to help you today and you look at it go
0: (laughs) sorry mate
1: Um, I've got to ask someone else to help me
0: yeah I'm definitely a firm believer in like I won't give you something unless I can do it Yeah, you know I'm not just going to offer you all this stuff and then if they turn around and say well you do it I'll be like well okay let's go you know (laughs) you, are, you are, are really and i i I say that to all our trainers like I really want to make sure we we all tr- get in and train with classes and stuff, so they see us in there and they just i think it sort of boosts everyone as well when the trainers are training with you mm-hmm. so it's um yeah it's, I think it's a really good touch being able to do what you do what you say.
1: I know that's awesome. Just uh just before we end this off, it's 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 been a great um, story talking about your boxing and your gym. Um to anyone else um, that's having a listen at the moment, uh, where can they find you in Woodington?
0: Uh we're in Kilburnie on Crookshank Street, uh four to twelve Crookshank Street in Kilburnie.
1: Oh, that's great! And if they wanted to reach out to you um, on social media or send you a message, yes. Um, where can they find you on Facebook um, or on Instagram or anything else that you have yep. as well?
0: We're on Instagram and Facebook under Wellington Boxing Gym. We've also got a website: www.wellingtonboxing.co. Oh,
1: that's go- awesome. .com. Yeah. .com. <laughs> uh, no it's great um, i'm hoping that uh once i put this out there that people come and come and see what you're about um i know a lot of people that want to get into boxing or want to do it okay. and try it but again it's they feel it's always there's pressure if they're going to an, a yeah. proper gym that people are going to push on them and you and yeah. your story about how much you care about your members and how much you know it's 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 a family feeling with what, what they're doing there. Yeah, um, I'm hoping uh, from this podcast we can bring you some new members and get closer to that 300 mark.
0: Yeah, that would be awesome. It would be awesome. I, I think that the hardest thing to to come into a boxing gym, especially our one, is just turning up. Once you're there, mm-hmm. you'll be you'll be part of the family.
1: Yeah, man. Once you hit that heavy bag for the first few rounds, you'll always go back.
0: Exactly. Exactly. You know what it is.
1: <laughs> anyway. Um, Asher, thank you so much for this evening. Thank you for allowing me to um, bring you on to my podcast. And uh, I wish you all the best in the gym and your wrists and your recovery. And hopefully seeing you back in the ring one day.
0: Awesome, man. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure.
1: Thanks. And to everyone else that's listening, you know where to find me, the Wolf of uh, Queen Street. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. And uh, listen up for the next, few, uh, the next episode in the next few weeks. Anyway, thanks everyone for uh, tuning in today.